What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Gary Simmons Jr. And like we say, we just come here every week to talk about life, to encourage, to inspire, to just, you know, motivate and encourage you guys. So this is a new uh, episode this week. Uh, how how we always get into it, Derek. Um, how was your week so far, man? My week so far is is honestly been the same. I haven't I haven't I've been sticking with the same schedule, just going to school, going to work every now and then, and um, just trying to find ways to better myself in each and every area. I can definitely say from you know from the past few weeks. I've definitely been more, and like I said, like we were talking about earlier, it shouldn't be a bucket list, but it's just a process at the same time. But I'm starting to really develop more, like finding time to better myself, if that makes sense. Because okay. you know, I got all this, all these schedules, and I that's that's basically what I've been doing. I haven't I haven't really done anything new, if I guess. But yeah, that's that's with me, man. What about you? Man, I'm not, uh, you know, going to say that I go to church on Sunday and Monday and I do all that because I say that every single week. Yeah. Obviously, everyone yeah, that's knows. Now. That's yeah, what everybody I do. knows. Yeah, so I've, I've done that, man. But what I did recently, man, I think I, I signed up, you know, going back to church, I signed up for the daddy-daughter dance. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it was like $50, $60. And I was like, it don't matter. I'm going to sign up for it. And I signed up was like twenty five dollars. So oh, what real? that is, it's like it's this Saturday. It's like six thirty to eight thirty. It's uh, me and my daughter dancing and partying and, and all that stuff. It's like last year was really nice, but we didn't go. Yeah. And, but we seen all these pictures and videos of things that happened, and it seemed really cool. And I was like, man, that uh, that would be like really nice to take my youngest daughter, you know, to you know, dancing and, and having dinner and all that stuff. I think she'll really enjoy herself. So I did that differently. And um, earlier today, man, just went, you know, ordered a computer and a printer because I've been kind of making a lot of excuses lately about why I can't do certain stuff uh, online, which yeah. I could have easily went to the library or I could have went somewhere that had computers and printers and stuff, but I just haven't done it. Um, so today was just like, I'm going to go buy a computer, I'm going to get a printer and I'm going to take care of it. So now I have no more excuses to be able to get stuff done that needs to be done. Yeah. But that's, uh, pretty much been my week so far. That's what's um, up, man. Yeah. So man, what, uh, what subjects and stuff you want to dive into this week, man? We promise to give great content to the people every week to, yeah, definitely you know, just inspire them, talk about just real life scenarios and that stuff. And to, and to show people, you know, we're just average people. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. We, we make excuses. We do this, we do that. But the whole thing is, it's, it's not about being perfect. It's about trying to get there. Yeah. And none of us are there. So I think it's to just encourage our audience and encourage each other to, do better and be better and different techniques and methods to be able to get there. Yeah. So let's see. I guess I can start from yesterday. Yesterday I made a message. Um, It was called don't give up on life. And one of the quotes I said that I made up was there's no limits in life. The only limits in life is what you limit on yourself. I feel like those are the only limits in life. And I feel like, I feel like we should talk about 
will kind of start to get into limits because I feel like a lot of times we feel like something is out of our reach in life. And once we feel that it's out of our reach, we, I guess we put that limit on ourselves that says I can't get there or like, I can't do this. I can't do that because it's out of my reach. But we have to realize that nothing is really out of our reach in this life. It's just the fact that are you willing to reach, if that makes sense? Are you willing to climb that height, climb to that certain place that you need to be at to, to, to soar through your life, if that makes sense? So it makes sense. I guess I wanted to talk about limits, man, because I like I sometimes when me and my friends talk or I, I see someone I know in school, we just have a little side conversation. I feel a lot of people say I can't. And I guess that goes back to like what you speak out of your mouth. But it's, I feel like a lot of people say that because they feel that they're so limited because of what they're going through. But I feel like if it's like we have cards on a table, yeah. like it's like a playing card. And it's, it's just a matter of what are you willing to do with your cards? Right. So I guess we can kind of get into that, man. But so, man, I I would like to go even deeper when yeah. you're talking about people put limits on themselves. Man, I think that um, it's even deeper than that. I think that people put limits on themselves because they don't have um, value over the, of themselves. Yeah. They don't have a certain value of themselves. They don't see themselves as much. So when you don't see yourself as much, you don't feel that you can accomplish or obtain uh, more than what you think you are. So according to what you think you are and the value that you hold will be the level of expectation or, you know, things like that that you go towards or you think that you, you can handle or take. And if you have a very low opinion of yourself and standard of yourself, then everything else is going to be pretty much out of reach. In actuality, it's not out of reach, but because you feel this way about yourself, it seems out of reach. Yeah. And it's always going to be out of reach until you change the view of yourself. And then mm -hmm. once you change the view of yourself, you're able to actually have uh, more values, and you're not limit. Li you're not limited, but you're limitless. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel you, man. Like, I feel when going through different things, I like to see myself bigger than what the situation may look like. So the more I feed myself positivity, the more I speak life to myself. Then what? Then nothing can really take away my name in this life, if so yeah. to speak. So. I feel like it's a matter of what are you willing to feed to yourself in the midst of whatever you might be going through. And I wouldn't see yourself lesser than any. Don't don't see yourself lesser than what you've been called to be, because I feel like we are all meant to we're all meant to shine in this life. Like I like I've been like I say a lot, I feel like we're all meant to shine. And even if you feel that your light is too dull, even like dull lights can still produce a spark in this life. So I want it. Don't don't give up on yourself and don't think don't put yourself down because of how the circumstances may look like, because some the circumstances isn't meant to hurt you, but it's meant to better, better you. So if you can feed that into your mind, then you will understand how valuable you truly are. Like, you know, like we say, sometimes you have to be the one to speak life to yourself when other people don't. So I want to let negative thoughts label you. Don't let these situations label you, but know the label that God says about you and know the label that you have to bestow upon yourself. So no matter if it's waking up in the morning and just 
telling yourself I'm good enough or waking up in the morning and just speak, just keep on talking to yourself about life, then I feel like if you want to go into that certain process and if you want to try to better yourself, then something will come from it. So definitely, definitely. Like I, I said a couple of weeks ago, I probably said it two or three times, yeah. but I teach my daughters those same methods and I've even taken it a bit further. Um, while I'm driving and I, I pick up different individuals, I I kind of encourage them when I see that they're needed. Mm -hmm. I tell them that, you know, you have to encourage yourself. Um, you know, it's a song, I think it's called Encourage Yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what but you're talking about. I tell them that you have to speak life into yourself, affirmations. You got to do all these things because what happens is it's either people in the world are going to try to tear you down through the things that they say. Or you're going to do it yourself because mm -hmm. what happens is we all have negative thoughts. And if anyone says they don't have negative thoughts, that's mm -hmm. like, that's a lie. Yeah. But what happens is some of us are just able to control and contain those thoughts mm -hmm. a little bit easier. So what I say is to, to kind of counteract those negative thoughts, you got to create some positive thoughts to those. So like when thoughts are coming up, you have to be able to have thoughts that go against those and you have to like disarm those negative thoughts and like rebuking them or sending them away because you're like this is not a part of me this is not a part of who i am i speak this i speak that and what i learned um this past sunday is it's great for us to say stuff inside of us but sometimes it's, it's great to just say it out mm -hmm. you know sometimes people may say you crazy or thank you crazy because you're speaking life into yourself out loud and yeah. it's just like you have to do that sometimes so that it could become like real, like it's real on the inside, but it's something more powerful about being able to speak life to yourself outside of just inside your head. Exactly, man. Yeah. And the more that you speak positive, that's when more positive outcomes will come. So like, like you said, with the negative thoughts, you know, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes like I have doubt calm, but then I let my faith be bigger or I have, thoughts to where like oh you can't do it but then i let the i let me saying i can't do it be louder than what i hear from the negative you know what i'm yeah. saying so we have to like you said negative thoughts will come but it's a matter of when they come what are you willing to do are you willing to let that negative thought control you or are you willing to fight it so i feel like that's what that's what truly matters is how how are you going how are you willing to fight yeah so and it's a process, man. It's not oh, yeah. something that's just like what we're talking about. We're not just talking about just doing this like instantly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. just just change this and just change that. Like, no, it's not that easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. We're saying is this is going to take like practice. This is going to take like consistency, consistency with it. You have to be intentional and deliberate on doing this stuff on a consistent basis, whether you're doing it uh, every couple minutes, every couple hours once a day, once a week, once a month, it has to be some type of schedule you put yourself on to be able to remember that. Because what happens is in bad times and bad situations or when people say certain things, you've uh, practiced so much on doing this stuff that now it just naturally comes out. It, it doesn't even it doesn't even know when to not come out. It just right. comes out because you've been feeding it and you've been doing what you got to do. And what happens is, you know, that's why the Bible is so great. Because it says that, you know, man uh, should not eat by by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds yeah. out of the mouth of the Lord. And what happens is, is you got to build faith. So like faith is like putting the word within you and being able to use it later on in life 
like they say, uh, I guess cows, they kind of save and store food within them. I think it's called curd or something like that. So that when they're hungry later on, they're able to, you know, regurgitate or whatever mm -hmm. it is, that food that they stored so they can eat it later on. And they'll always have food even when they're hungry. That's the same thing with the word. You got to store up the word within you. So whenever you need it, when times of battle and defeat and uncertainty, you pull those words out of you because you've had them stored for it for times just like that when you needed them. That's what I'm saying, man. I was, I was visiting my dad a couple of weeks ago. Me and him was just talking, and he told me to make sure you always put your foundation in God. And I'm starting to really see that. And, like, the more that you build that foundation within yourself and you put your faith in God, you know, that foundation will build up your faith. It will build up your character. It will build up everything that is needed to do. So when things come up against you, like you said, you know, you can speak just the word naturally. It doesn't even have to be like, oh, what was that one thing I've read? Or it just comes it just comes naturally. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the more that we build up our foundation, we build up our faith in God and our trust in him, despite despite all the things that is going on. And that's a, that's another thing. I feel like a lot of people just feel like, oh, if God's so good, he wouldn't allow me to go through hurt. But the Bible, I don't know what it was it at in the Bible. And th I'm probably just going to, this is probably just going to be the Derek version. But basically what it says is. <laughs> <laughs> the Derek version. Yeah, the Derek version. <laughs> but um, it says, when tribulations come, that builds up patience. And patience bring up the hope necessary for us to, I don't remember where it was, man. But basically, that's okay, man. Yeah, you when need to we, know the verse, just, yeah. you just know it's there. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. Like, God's not looking for us to know the verses or whatever. He's just looking for us to be able to say the words. Right. So be okay with that. Yeah, definitely, man. But basically, what I got from it is when we go through certain things in our life, it builds up patience. It builds up patience for, and like I said before, I feel like patience doesn't teach us how to, it teaches us how to wait, but it also teaches us how to prepare with a positive mindset. And it teaches us how to build up our hope and our faith. So, because I feel like if we never went through troubles, then how will we have faith? If that yeah. makes sense. Like if life was perfect, if if no bad happened, we wouldn't be looking towards God. We wouldn't yep. be looking to have hope because everything is so good. That's why I feel like there's so much beauty and, and hurt and tribulations and everything that we're going through because it teaches us how to have faith. It teaches us how to have hope in the in our times of trouble. So don't look at your situations and be like, this is only destroying me, but look at them and just saying they're, they're meant to better me. So, so man, I, I know that God for sure doesn't give us the things that we want. Like yeah. we, we eventually, we don't get the things we want. Let me just say that we don't get the things we want. We get the things we can handle. Mm -hmm. So his word says that he will never leave us or forsake us. Definitely. He will not put more on us than we can bear. So everything that we, that we're going through, we can handle it because God knows that and he gives us stuff that we can handle according to where we are. Yeah. So it's like at times just say that's the that's the good and the bad. So he's not finna, you know, just do something that you can't handle and like, oh man, just leave you with it. He's not that type of God. He everything he gives you, he makes sure that you can handle, like I say, the good and the bad. So it's like if you want to hit the lottery and you've been doing it for five years and you ain't hit it yet, it's like God know that you can't handle hitting right. the lottery. So it's just like He's not going to allow you to hit the lottery and your life be even worse than it was before you hit the lottery. Yeah. And, you know, he's not going to allow you to 
be put out of your home when they know that you can't handle being homeless. Like yeah. it's people that can handle it. And those people, you know, may go through that, but it's like, why do different people get different stuff? It's like, well, different people get different stuff according to the level of who they are and what they can handle. So that's why it's different because everybody's faith, everybody's maturity, everyone, everybody, what they can handle is different. So they go through different stuff. That's why we're, we never go through the same things. And sometimes you may meet somebody that's gone through something similar, but it's never the same. Exactly, man. Like everything, like you said, we God want to put us in something that we can't handle. That's why I feel like everything that we go through, every place that we go, it's, it's for a reason. Yeah. And it's for a purpose to manifest where God wants you to thrive or manifest where God wants you to be. So I feel like we, with, with everything, we cannot miss the moments that can change the course of our life, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes we we let things just be like the wind. We feel it for a moment and then we don't know what to do with it, so it just passes away. So I feel like we always have to keep our faith open and keep our keep our eyes open, not just fit, not not talking physically wise, but mentally and spiritually wise. So that when things come up against you, you won't miss those moments that can that can change the course of your life. Yeah. So. So, man, I want to talk about, um, you know, just preparation and practice. I yeah. did a video about that uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, but I just posted it today. I um, was talking about how the preparation and practice and like just whatever it is you're doing, like just making steps and making small strides to be able to get there. It's mm -hmm. like regardless of what it is, if it's an example of you want to be a professional basketball player, but you're like, all right, I haven't gotten much experience. I haven't done this. It's like, well, right. you need to spend a lot of time in the gym. You also need to spend time playing pickup basketball in random places. You need to try to find, you need to try to just start off or wherever yeah. You start to get better. And as you get better, you start looking for like better competition so that mm -hmm. the better the people, the better you are because you're growing according to the competition that you're having. That's just a basketball example. Yeah. But if you're on like the, the spelling bee team, you do the same thing. It's like everything's pretty much the same. It's just different methods and stuff. It's like, all right, start with reading the dictionary and trying to pronounce the words, trying to say them, trying to do this. And once you know how to say the words and do them, you try to figure out how to spell the words. Then you try to figure out how to use them in sentences and, and that type of stuff. And you just grow and mm -hmm. work your way up. But I think, um, like I say, the preparation and the practice is what, what gets us to the level that we need to go to yeah. it also keeps us it also sustains us to stay at that level because we've been prepared for it mm -hmm. like i was saying god doesn't give us what we want he give us what we can handle so according to like the the level of practice and preparation we only go as further as far as our preparation is or our practice is and we're out there grinding each and every day practicing preparing going to whole new levels every single time, then we're going to go to the highest levels. But if we only practice and prepare and do the stuff when we want to, then we're going to get results every now and then yeah. based off of that practice and that preparation. Yeah, definitely, man, for sure. Um, I used to, well, for those that don't know, I used to play football in high school. And no matter if it was junior varsity or no matter, because I feel like a lot of people for like junior varsity, they, they don't try the hardest because they know that this lower level and all yeah. that, 
But no matter if I was on junior varsity or varsity, I always strive to work my hardest. And I wasn't, I can say this right now, I wasn't the best football player, but I was out there working my best. You know, even even my coach told me after I graduated, he, he even told me, like, you wasn't my best player, but you definitely, <laughs> I can definitely say that you was probably the hardest worker because when we had when we had off seasons or anything mm-hmm. like that, I was up there running. When we, even after practice, I would be out there practicing even more because I knew that there was a, even though I wasn't playing in the moment, I knew there was a moment I had to prepare for. And not just, just speaking football, but we can base this off our actual lives as well. The moments that we want for our life may not come when we want it, but it's going it's going to be a moment. It, it's going to come at some time. You just have to be willing to be ready for it. Like prepare. We're all striving to be at a prepared place for our lives, but we're not even ready for that prepared place, if that makes sense. Like even when I used to get discouraged when I wasn't a starter player on football, but my mom always told me that someday he's going to put you on that field. So you better be keep on practicing now. You better keep on practicing. And that's that's kind of now like you never know when your moment will come for that certain thing that you need, no matter if it's for your dreams or better, whatever, no matter what it might be. When you keep on working towards that place, even if it's just evolving and growing yourself each and every single day because there's always a way to grow as long as you keep on staying persistent in the preparation and the practice then you'll be ready for that prepared place that you were meant to be at so that's, yeah, man, that's I why i love the saying you don't have to get ready when you stay ready and yeah. what happens is when you stay ready that means that you're practicing you're doing the things that's necessary to be able to get there so mm-hmm. it's like if you want to get in the game it's like you got to practice when you're at practice, you got to practice like you're in the game. Exactly. So when they call you, they say someone gets injured or this, that, and the other, then you get to come into the game because they called you. They called your number now. If you didn't if you didn't practice or you didn't prepare and they called your name, you obviously going to do real bad. Exactly. But if you've been working your tail off, you're like, I've been waiting for this moment because right. like, I don't have to get ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to get into the game. And it's just football analogy or, or baseball or basketball or even like, um, you know, scholarly work like schoolwork or uh, getting the raise of the position at yeah. work, whatever it is that you desire, it's like it all has to do with practice or preparation. Mm-hmm. And practice is typically associated with sports and things like that, but preparation is usually associated with everything else. But yeah. regardless, they're they're both basically the same thing. And whether you use practice or preparation, they're both just getting ready to go to other levels and preparing for those levels, even though you don't actually see them. But mm-hmm. It's uh, just being there and being in the moment and working towards them. And so I know we talked a, a bit about, you know, different things that you can do and all of that. I know that a lot of people may may say, oh, it, you all make it seem like it's just it's just that easy. Yeah. And nothing is that easy. Yeah, We're definitely. just speaking from it, speaking of it from a broad perspective. But in actual reality, nothing's easy when you first start it. Mm-hmm. Everything is always difficult and complicated because it's something new to you. But what happens is you just have to make a start. You just have to start somewhere and being able to just do the preparation and the practice that you need to start off with. Like it's going to be different levels of your preparation. When you start off, it's obviously going to be a lot lower, a lot you know, easier to do. And then over time, as you get better, that preparation, that practice is going to get a lot harder. It's going to be different things that you're implementing, that you added in because 
it's different practices and things like that for different levels to be able to get there. But one thing you have to do is you have to just get started. It's like it doesn't matter where you start as long as you start. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know where to start, you start to to tell yourself, like, what is it that I'm doing or what is it that I want to do? And start looking up people that do the things that you do and start like researching those people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those people may be too far advanced for where you are. You know that they're there. So start looking up like lower level people and start looking up like beginners level, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And what happens is start showing people that are starting off and they're doing things. They have videos and they have this. And you just start watching a couple of those and seeing like how their preparation is and how you can have yours. And it'll be a basis to what you do. Then eventually you may realize that, oh, I don't want to do what they do. I've kind of found my own thing. Mm -hmm. But you had to start with searching it and figuring out how to do it or how to get it started. And um, yeah, the internet is just available to be able to do that stuff, whether it's Google, YouTube, whatever it is. You have to be able to take full advantage of that for whatever situation that you're in for that practice of preparation. Definitely, man. And when when you start, because I feel like when we, a lot of people don't want to go at the start. They just want to be at the, at the finish. If that makes sense, they don't want to yeah. go through what it takes to get to that certain spot. So when you start, always be willing to finish because I feel like it's necessary for you to start to see the finish. It's, it's kind of like, I guess, how track people run. If, um, It's the way they start that determines how they finish. Like, if you have, like, you have to, even even at the start, they have to get ready. They have to get in a certain a right position. They have to do this. Mm-hmm. They have to do that to get ready to run towards that finish line that they have to get so that's the same thing we have to always be willing to work our hardest at the start and be willing to keep that same energy as we go to the finish as well so a lot of times we cannot give up on the groundwork and if we don't give up on the groundwork that's when we can see the sky if that makes sense you know what i'm saying so it's important to really stay persistent and be willing to endure and and just be willing to have patience for where you are now, because if you want to to focus and keep on working hard and even when you don't even have to work hard for others to see it, just work hard because, you know, it's necessary for you to get to wherever you need to be. So when you keep on staying persistent in the work, then it will pay off in the end. So. So the thing is, is basically treating and doing everything you do as if it's your own definitely whether it's the job if it's practice if it's Mm -hmm. whatever because what happens is we don't become what we want to become when we want to become it we become what we become through the hard work the practice the dedication the consistency over time so when you start off as being a hard worker being consistent Mm -hmm. doing all that stuff you stay that person and that's what you become you become that person consistently You don't become this person because you've gotten a certain title or position or got to a certain level. If you haven't prepared and practiced and worked on becoming there, it's just a matter of time before the real you shows. Mm -hmm. And that real you is going to show that you're not prepared to even be there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that, that shows. So if you're one of these individuals that like, oh, you've seen people that have gotten to certain levels and they haven't practiced or prepared. And it's like, oh, they got there because of who they know. Trust me, 
when that when, when that who they know is keeping them above water and all that stuff. But trust me, what time is going to show is undefeated. If you have not prepared to be somewhere, it's only so long that mm -hmm. you can kind of play around and play like you know it. Mm -hmm. Talk your way out of stuff and doing that when the skills have to be used and when it shows that like what you have to do at that given time is going to show because you're not going to know how to do it. Then eventually they're going to see that you're a fraud and you ha you're you not who you say you are and you have not prepared and practiced like you said you was, like you said you have. And they're going to eventually get rid of you and find somebody that's that's capable of doing it. And they may have to run through a couple of people that are really good at you know, faking it or whatever. That's why I don't like the thing, fake it till you make it. Because mm. when you fake it, you know, you end up getting caught. So Exactly. That's that's important too. So we have to make sure we're always prepared. And one way I always like prepare myself for certain things is I like to see, I just like to see myself because a lot of, a lot of times when we try to prepare for certain things and I, I see this and hear this from certain people, they, they always think about the negative or they always think about like, they always think about if this happens and I'm just going to revert to this. But every time I try to vision, no matter if it's big or no matter if it's small, I always like to see myself being victorious in it. So no matter if it's me working towards this dream of changing the world, no matter if it's no matter if it was me on the football, like every time I practice and I was about to get on it, always imagine me making that play or making this. Because yeah. when I vision, when I when I vision what, yeah. yeah, when I visualize it, what I want to, to what I once I visualize the positive, then every time I visualize the positive, there's always been something miraculous happen. If that makes sense, because I didn't yeah. think about if this happened, this is going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I always have my mind on this is the this I'm going to be victorious over this thing. I always thought about the positive. So once you see it and you believe it, it, it I'm not going to say easier, but. Uh, this is just the world I'm going to, it, I, I guess it's easier to go for that certain thing. If it that does. Makes sense. When, you know what I'm after saying? After the preparation stuff, it kind of does get easy. Exactly. You know, it just starts off hard, but it eventually becomes easy. That's what I'm but saying. Man, let's go from preparation to, man, going to, to being seen. Let, let's talk about that because that's a real big thing. Mm -hmm. I think that we all kind of struggle with, if we could be honest with. Like, uh, a lot of people are trying to be seen, trying to be noticed, and um, they feel that they're ignored. Uh, in the process of that because like the world is so big mm -hmm. and people are trying to to be noticed so they're trying to be seen in this big world it's like the world is just say the world is a house and you know we're ants yeah but we're we're ants trying to be seen by this big old house or just the things around like we're ants trying to be seen by the bricks or trying to be seen by the tile or the shank the shingles or the lights or whatever it is and we're so small to be able to try to be seen we figure, you know, we keep going at it and we keep, you know, having this mindset of, man, no one sees me. No one does this. No one does that. Uh, so tell me some of your thoughts about, um, you know, being in a world yeah. where everyone is trying to be seen at yeah. the same time. And some people are being seen and some people aren't. Um, and the people that that aren't being seen are frustrated and they always revert to what this person is doing. Why? Why ain't I doing it? Or yeah. why am I being seen? Oh. You care to share with the people your thoughts on that right there? My thoughts, man. Um, well, first, um, I wanted to share my faith on it. Um, I always, every time I work towards something, 
I guess I never really thought about being, I didn't want people to really see me doing the hard work. I didn't, I, I was, I'm not the type of person that posts on Instagram, like grinding hard or like when, you know, how sometimes you're yeah. at the gym and people be, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I guess I never wanted to be seen doing these things because I know I had a God who was seeing me He's seeing me do the do the good. That's why I love when the Bible says, "Don't give up on doing what is good, what's doing on is what's right." And a lot of times, when we when we don't get seen by the world, yeah, we give up on doing what's good that God called us to be. But I would hate this is this how I rather this how I see it. I would hate to be seen by the world and be unseen by God, if that makes sense. Yeah. And basically, what I mean by that is, I don't want to be seen and lose myself. And um, well, be seen and lose myself and not be seen by God because I'm just of the world. But at the same time with being seen, obviously, like when we become inspirational speakers, we're going to be seen by the world. But I guess being seen. I just that didn't that doesn't really matter to me. What matters to me is who am I impacting at the end of the day? Yeah. And a lot of times when I do when I do these Pacific projects like helping the homeless or doing this or doing that, I I um I never really because th- I guess they wanted to record it be- not just to be seen because I know their hearts, but just so we can get our charity organization out there. But I guess yeah. I I guess I didn't really doubt I didn't really think about being seen. I just wanted to do God's work. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people, as long as you're seen by one person and you're doing good to them, that's enough motivation to keep on going. So don't worry about being seen, but worry about the work that you're doing now and everything else will come. So that's kind of what I had on that, man. But man, I know you shared, um, I appreciate, you know, sharing your personal opinion and and what's been going, you know, in your life and how you feel about that. Mm. But what about the... And I know you gave some good insights on, you know, the way that you do it. But, you know, we have people, obviously, you know, we're we're a Christian podcast. And we share our faith and our belief and all that stuff. But what about the people that um, kind of got the mindset of, you know, what happens is these people, most people are, their mindsets and things are developed based off the world. What yeah. their perception is, the world shows them this and shows them that. So in their minds and in their reality, they're mm-hmm. stuck on what the, what they're seeing because they're living in the world and they're visualizing the world because you know they're not in the word they they don't understand what God's telling them and this that and the other so what would you say to those people that are are trapped in the world and their vision is what the world is presenting to them like you should be this you should have this many followers you have yeah. to have this type of liking you have to be this to be somebody yeah. what would you say to those people um I would say that I wanted to base it off of success. I feel like a lot of people feel that success in life is how many, how many followers you got, how much money you got, what you look like. But I don't think that's true success. I feel like success is, I feel like the sex is success is like the simple things in life. How you willing to love your happiness going towards the thing that you, because if if you're living your life to try to be somebody else, then there's no point for you to even be born. I feel like because 
you're not living your life. You live in a life that is a lie. So it's, don't try to be like anybody else because a lot of times with half of these celebrities, they got all these stuff. They got all this stuff, but then they're so, they feel so alone. They feel so sad. They feel so unhappy and materialistic things. I never been interested in those things. I feel like I'm more rich when I am, like I said, doing those other things, loving, making the most of the memories, smiling and just being what I was called to be. I feel like I'm more richer doing that than trying to get the riches in this world. So that's what I have on that. And for all the all my grinders out there, I feel like the work that you're doing on scene will be seen as long as you keep on working. So it doesn't whatever you're doing in the dark will be shown in the light. But it's just a matter of what are you willing to do in the dark? So that's that's kind of what I had. Those are kind of my few thoughts on that, man. Okay, I'm gonna share a few opinions and things on um what I think that you know is uh, some recommendations that people can try out yeah. when they're in the world. Cause what I realized is, uh, you know, with media and advertisement, it is some of the most money spent in this world. Mm-hmm. It's over twenty billion dollars spent just to like sell you stuff, just to put stuff in your mind, uh, just to be able to sell a product, just to be able to do anything. And what happens is it's very effective. The reason why it's effective because it's so much money being spent. So some of the marketing and advertisement is guaranteed to get inside your head and to make you to believe certain things, whether it's selling a product or doing a certain thing or living a lifestyle or becoming a certain individual. So what I say is understand that that's real. That's all of us. We're all you know, taken by storm by those 20 plus billion dollars that spent in marketing and advertisement in different areas to make us believe, feel, want, whatever it is. So Mm -hmm. once I feel that if you understand that part, that that's like the basis of why you want what you want. Most of the stuff that you think you want, you don't really want. It's been put in your head to make you think that you want it. And once you get past that and you truly try to search and find who you are and what you want, a lot of those things that you thought you wanted or thought was a part of you will start to disappear. Mm -hmm. But that has to come with, like I say, knowing the understanding, knowing and having the understanding that most of the things that's within you aren't from you. It's almost like you've come into agreements with these things, these marketing sites, you know, whether it's ads on, Uh, social media or Google or television or while you're driving and you're seeing billboards or you're seeing digital billboards or whatever it is, it's everywhere. It's unavoidable. But what happens is you have to be intentional and deliberate on finding your true, authentic and genuine self and finding out what you really love and care about Mm -hmm. without that stuff being around. So sometimes you got to go to a quiet place and try to think, how do, how do you get rid of these thoughts? How do you get rid of these opinions or these things that you think that are a part of who you are, but really aren't? You have to do that enough. And once you do it enough, it'll start to slowly but surely um, go away and you'll start to truly understand who you are and what you're capable of and the things that you really want to do. And that's what I think 
that yeah. you should at least start with. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like we shouldn't, with the materialistic things, we shouldn't buy those things just for temporary satisfaction. I feel like a lot of us buy it just to be noticed, just to just to feel like we're something. And yeah, you might get a few applauses like, oh my gosh, you got that new thing. But about yeah. a few months later, a few years later, that stuff is not going to matter. It's not going to matter. It's going. There's always there's always some type of way they're going to evolve certain things and all that. So we we shouldn't live our life based off of materialistic. I'm not saying so, like some of the material things that we need, of course, is survival. But you know, I feel like money is important, but it isn't something that you should just live for. If that makes sense, like right. we shouldn't live this life just to get this enough money to get this awesome car just to be noticed. When no one and when half of the people doesn't even really care at the end of the day, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying those things are nice, and it's okay to buy things that you love. At the end of the day, if you like that certain thing, and you're not trying to look for attention, then yeah, you can buy those things. I'm not saying it is wrong, but what is wrong is you're buying these things just to be noticed by people who doesn't even care at the end of the day. You know, you may buy, you may buy this. People may talk about you so many ways, but when you buy a certain thing, everybody will be on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so I feel like, like you said, you have to take that time to yourself. You have to take that time to really just open up your eyes and see life for what it truly is. You know, I feel like life is what you make it to be. So why not make it into something great, something beautiful? So we have to really take that time to show that self-love to ourselves show that self-love and and know who we truly are and just know that it doesn't matter how many how much money you have it doesn't matter how much how many it doesn't matter how successful worldly successful you are but it, it just matters how you want to live and because we only get one life so don't live that life for somebody else but live that life to the best of your abilities so you know, obviously we're here in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, another strong thing that I that I hear, I'm not speaking of these things as if I have all the facts and yeah. all this, but I do hear like on the West Coast, like L.A., California, those uh, like basically uh, California. I'm pretty sure it's it's a lot of places outside of California, but I do hear that mainly like the L.A. area or you know just areas in California. Um, I hear obviously you know, Northern California and Southern California, like two total different worlds. But I do hear that um, a lot of people are are superficial when it comes to just things. It's mm -hmm. like they say you go there and it's not about what your name is, what what anything is. It's about what you do and what you have. And based off what you do mm -hmm. and what you have will is the key to opening certain doors or to get into certain crowds or to be into certain places based off of what you have, what your status is, what you do and uh, what you have. Mm -hmm. So that I can, I can understand how people have been around that their entire lives. And then you're telling them to just up and just change it. You know, that's, that's a process. And that's something that, that I think, um, uh, people would literally like if you struggle with that that bad that's it's time to like yeah. like move and move to like another scenery a new scenery or something because that something like that isn't going to change because you want it to you're going to have to move to change that because 
it's not that easy to be around that stuff and mm-hmm. to say that you're going to change. It's just like an example would be you're a drug addict and you're hanging around other drug addicts and you're like, I can't keep doing this. And you realize that you shouldn't be around them, but because you've been around them so long and you don't want to leave or you feel some type of loyalty or whatever, you're like, all right, I'm just going to stay around them, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like you may, you may be strong for a little while, but what's going to happen is you're going to revert back to what you know, because you're around them and you are, you know, you become what you're around and it, it's powerful and you really can't change. You can't really can't change that while being around the same individuals. You have to literally move to different individuals or not come around at all to be able to break that. And you can't come back around until you've broken that habit. You form new habits and then you can come back to be able to be in that situation of those surroundings for the fact that you you can't be strong and continue to see the thing that you struggle with and the thing that made you weak. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. I feel you on that. That's why I feel like I feel like difficult sacrifices are only meant to birth something new. So sometimes we have to, like you said, we have to move from a from a certain place that we know was hurting us and move to a place that we know can manifest us into something something wonderful so i feel like and when you were talking about moving places don't try to move to a place like you like we've been saying that you're only trying to live for others you know like we like we hear all the time like you know la is where you know successful people are or like this place is where successful people are but i don't think i feel like places doesn't make a legend legends can make an impact no matter where they are you know what i'm saying so wherever you might be in life it doesn't matter where you might be what type of situation may be you can make an impact or try or you can you can resonate something beautiful no matter where you are and like you said if you if you have to move to get somewhere else or move to get to a certain place and that's okay but do no matter what it takes to really to really benefit you in the end that will help you grow that will help you see the brighter side of things that will help you get to one step closer to that dream no matter what it may be so so Mm -hmm. i I met a guy yesterday he was talking i picked him up downtown and took him to like brentwood or whatever yeah and you know we was talking and having a conversation and he was saying that he lived i think he lives in la but he he works here with like what was the company? Smile Direct Club or something. Mm-hmm. And they were having a, a gathering out in Brentwood. He said he didn't know why, but they just happened to do so. Yeah. And what he said was, you know, he um, he changed his, his whole surrounding. He changed everything that he was. He was living a certain, he was living in a certain area. Mm-hmm. He was, um, had a certain job. He wasn't happy with it. He wasn't satisfied with that. So what happens is he moved and in the process of him moving, he um, he moved to L.A. And he said that he eventually got around uh, certain people that did certain things. And from there, he um, 
started to to change according to his environment and his circumstances and the people that are, were surrounded by him. And he started to create this better life because what they were doing, he started to mimic the things that they were doing because that was his circle of influence. Yeah. So eventually what happened is because he mimicked his circle of influence, he went from someone not being successful to becoming successful. Mm -hmm. And that way you're like, man, that's pretty good. You know, he went from nothing to something, but he had an example to follow. So these guys or these people that were around him were doing certain things. They weren't playing around. They were making certain moves to be able to have a certain lifestyle and stuff. And he started following those same methods and then he became successful. Then he started living a certain lifestyle, living, uh, you know, living off the beach and that type of stuff, you know, having, you know, this, this view of the beach and all that. And now he's like, you know, I guess it's something that he's like, I do certain things now. And I guess I say that to be able to, to keep this certain lifestyle. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's, he's gotten comfortable with this lifestyle now because he, he, he knows what it was to not have a lifestyle like that. And now that he has his lifestyle, it's almost like he says that he couldn't go back to not having a lifestyle that wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I was just like, wow, that was powerful that what I thought was powerful was he changed when he changed when he was when he moved environments. So he moved environments. Just say he was around negative toxic people that weren't really going anywhere, that were draining them, that were doing this. And he was just like, Man, I'm sick of it. And he moved and he got around people that were productive, that were about their business, that were living a certain lifestyle, and he started mimicking that because those were just different people. And then exactly. he started to create, he started to create who he was because of the environment. Yeah. You know, we, we could say it was the people, the people actually was the example. So the people were needed to be the example so that he could see what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. But the environment was different as well. So definitely, man. So I feel like, like we were saying before, like don't try to live somebody else's life, but live your life. But at the same time, I feel like it's okay to, to follow, I guess, follow people like like worldly successful people. Yeah. If if it's a positive influence, if that makes sense, I feel yeah. like a lot of times we follow negative influences, and that's what that's what really influences us to do the certain things that they do. But if you start to follow, like, if you start to follow people that is speaking life or just trying to. If it's a positive influence, it's okay to surround yourself with that. Like you said, it's so like like with sponges, like you were saying, man. Yeah. Like we have to be willing to soak up positive flu influencing, so we can be molded and shaped to do these things and maybe even greater. You yeah. know, so that it's okay to surround yourself with the and and follow people that you know can benefit you in in some ways, some form, or in, in some in some type of way that can help you grow. So, man, just <clears throat> be willing to always bring something to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like someone that shows up every single time with nothing to bring. Right. Whether it's at, you know, a functioning, a gathering, a cookout, whatever it is, it's nothing like that person that shows up every single time because they know that I'm invited. Mm -hmm. I'm invited here so they don't even think about contributing to what it is, whether it's information you're contributing, knowledge, advice, uh, paper cups, drinks, chips, a dish, whatever it is, um, money, whatever it is. Like 
It's nothing like that person that doesn't bring anything but shows up every single time. Mm -hmm. Create the mindset that I will not go anywhere if I don't have anything to contribute. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not a specific thing that you can contribute that you're like, oh, I have to have this specific thing. You contribute what you have, mm -hmm. but do not come and not contribute. That's almost like you're coming in as a vampire. You're coming in to to take and not give. Vampires don't give blood. They take it. So don't be a vampire and take blood and not having anything to give. Exactly. Always just, just come to it with something to give, something, something to contribute. I think I talked last week about mutualism. Like be willing to, to have something there first. It's like you have, it's like, a give and take type of thing. It's nothing like taking without giving. Mm -hmm. I made the example of, you know, the ATM and stuff like you can't, you can't take money from an account that has $0 in it because you know, it's, it's just not there. Yeah. So when you come around people here in certain situations and all that, when you're taking and you're not contributing, it's going to be so long. It's only going to take so long before someone starts to point it out or realize it. And they're going to be they're going to be kind of upset with you because they're going to realize that you're just using them or you're taking advantage of them. And they may say something about it. But a lot of times, a lot of people don't really do confrontation. Yeah. So what they'll do is they may not say anything, but they'll start acting funny towards you. So right. if you've been in the situations where people have been acting funny towards you and all this, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? It's like, no, it, it's, it's not them. It's you. It's they don't want to tell you that you know, that you're a leech and you're taking everything and you're not contributing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they work hard. They do this. Why can't you do it? It's nothing like that person that says like, you know, y'all all work the same job. Y'all may not make the same pay, but y'all pay scale is like some somewhat similar. Like somebody's probably making a couple more hundred dollars or a couple dollars more. And then that one person is coming through, not contributing, always saying, man, you know, man, I'm broke. I got all these bills. I got this, that, and the other. I couldn't buy this. I couldn't bring this. I couldn't do this. But everybody else is like, we got the same job. You know, I can do this. I can do that. This is not that expensive. And it's like, well, it's uh, it's just not in my budget. Or this, that. Well, why do you keep showing up right. if if you don't? You you sure do got the got the budget to show up. You got the gas money to be able to come exactly. here to be able to do that. But you don't have the funds and the resources to bring stuff. It's like, no, don't be saying. that person. That's what I'm saying. So it's okay. Like, like we were saying, like, it's okay to use whatever you might be. And even if it's small, like the people in your circle and help can help you build that certain thing up yeah. into something greater. So you can't expect something if you do nothing. Yeah. So you have to be willing to not let just people do all this work. And you're just sitting there. It's like, and I'm I'm accused of doing this. Like <laughs> it's like when you have like projects at school. Yeah. And like you have that like about like three smart people in your group and you're yeah. just that one person just standing there like, man, I don't know what to do. And like I mean, I still got the A. I'm happy about that. But like right. <laughs> that's not the point. It's just the point that just be willing to do just be willing to do something and the people around you can help you grow that certain thing so so i mean i would say in that situation with you like you got these three smart people that's doing all the work and you're not contributing think of something you can do after the project like i may not be able to contribute to this work or this project exactly. but let me uh let me buy these guys gift cards or let me go buy them something from the snack machine exactly. let me let me find out something that they like you want to and see if i can get it yeah. get it to them and show them like 
uh, appreciation for what they did. So it won't just be like, oh, they just did all this work and I didn't appreciate them. And I, I just did this, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, they did the work and I thank you. Like, nah, thank you. I'm ain't going to work all the time. It's like, exactly. you know, what what are you going to give? It's going to be so long. They're going to be doing that. And they're going to be like, well, they've never offered right. us this, that, and Let's the other. kick so, him out. <laughs> yeah. So he's not allowed to, to do this anymore right. with us. So just be that person that's willing to always contribute. I always say have the mindset of giving first. Like, mm-hmm. give first. Always. Give first with the expectation and and be open to receiving. It's like, yeah. I'll just take away expectation. Give first and be open to receiving. Because what happens is if you give and you have an expectation of getting and you don't get, now you're upset and you don't want to give anymore because you're like, I didn't get nothing from it. Right. It's not about what you what you get. It's about what you give. And when time comes, you will get everything you desire and deserve and even more if you have the giver's mindset. Just go into a given even if you're not going to get anything from it. Because what happens is when you give, 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 it's only so much time that can pass without you being able to receive stuff. Yeah, Like I say, have the giver's heart and give first and be open to receiving. Exactly. But yeah, we, we've been on here yapping <laughs> for some yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we, you know, we we dived into some stuff, gave some examples, talked about it, helped you guys out with just different things uh, within life. And hopefully we gave some great examples that you can apply to your life or you can use or you can share with a friend. Uh, we'd be happy for you guys to, you know, kind of share the podcast. But like uh, we haven't gave out any information in a while. You guys can find us on at Building Empowering People on Instagram, Building and Empowering People on um youtube and also building empowering people on facebook you know and the podcast is on all major you know platforms so you guys get a chance share it check it out and leave us some reviews on apple's podcast so we can share those and we appreciate the two that we got and we're grateful for them so we would love to have more so we can share those reviews with others as well and you know, give us your honest feedback. If you don't like it, we're doing something you don't like. Let us know so that we can add uh, more value to you guys. We do this podcast for you, uh, but that's about all the time that I have. I'm going to leave it off to Derek to see if he has anything else to say for you guys. Um, like I say, I just I just pray that even if it's just something small that we said, that it just brought hope to you and that it can help you and better your life and help you grow. So that's that's all I always have to say, man. Well, that's all the time we have, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.